Puck comes to the right side, half wall. Marcia so there, opens up, he shoots, score! William Carlson tipped it home. 3-0 Golden Knights. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at lvsportsnetwork.com. Ducks back in. Petrano put it on goal. Save Thompson! He sprawls and gets the rebound too. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas. Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard. Live inside T-Mobile Arena. Chris Chapman back inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of the... Woo! Chapman, I wish you were here right now. We're, I'm just leafing through my NHL rule book. Ryan's making fun of me, yep. but uh, I, I enjoy going through this every now and then and just keeping up to date with what's, uh, what's happening, and maybe I see something the night before that I'm watching. I wonder about uh, that one. And uh, that's a, a, a nerdy part of me, if you want to call it that, but... Uh, Everybody comes to me when something weird happens because mm-hmm. they know I am on top of it. And I'm going to give you a little bit of a rundown on something that we talked about yesterday. I'm just uh, finally getting to it uh, right now. But that will happen in our one-timers news and notes from around the National Hockey League in hour number two. Uh, we are getting ready for the Arizona Coyotes against the Vegas Golden Knights live from T-Mobile Arena in Section 104. This is a game that has a little more significance than you probably thought it would, yet when you look at the standings, the Golden Knights are second overall and leaders of the West and top of the Pacific. Is it an optical illusion what's happening right now with the Vegas Golden Knights? You mean being on, being sub five hundred on home ice? Yeah, this mean this game means a lot to well, the crowd and the team. Tonight. Yeah, it certainly does mean a lot, and I think that it's not necessarily an optical illusion that this game means a lot. It means a lot because of the position the Golden Knights are in right now, based on how they've played recently on home ice so uh, you're looking to buck a trend you're looking to find a way to to feel good about your game here inside t-mobile arena and you have an opponent in arizona that is plucky they're they're going to give you everything that you can handle but they they just don't have the talent so that should line up well for a golden knights team that's trying to get right on home ice from the outset of this season this was a middle square in the bingo card type of game Mm -hmm. you have to win this was the proverbial trap game before the season even started but we haven't talked about that in terms of being a trap game Mm -hmm. because the Golden Knights have lost a few in a row at home and are below 500. So that's where the optical illusion is. All the talk, you've been part of it, has been about home ice woes. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, when you look at the standings, Bruce Cassidy always mentions teams are coming in here ready to go because they're a first-place team in the Pacific and leading the Western Conference. It's two totally different viewpoints of where the Golden Knights are right now and in the month of December. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's a more accurate viewpoint of where the Golden Knights are at right now. right? But like, that's not the prevailing conversation. No, I, it, you're right, and that's and that's a fair point in that it, we're, we're focused more so on the home record and less so on the fact that over the last 19 games, 20 games, the Golden Knights are 10-9-1. They've been just about a 500 team over the last 20 game stretch. And when you have a segment to start the year through your first 16 games, 13 and 3, 
all of a sudden when you have a stretch that goes this long where you're playing about 500, that maybe should be the larger conversation. Less so about what they're doing on home ice and more so about why this team is, is just about a 500 hockey club right now. So they're, they're not the team that's below 500 at home. Mm-hmm. They're not the team that's right now leading the Pacific Division and on top of the Western Conference. Sure. They're somewhere in between based on a sizable sample uh, that we've witnessed? I think so. I think that, you know, like to me, the Golden Knights are, are not are not the 13-3 and three team that they started the year, but they're certainly, in my estimation, better than a stretch of 20 games at 10-9-1. and one. So I think there's, there's meeting in the middle somewhere. There's six and a half to seven wins out of every 10. I think that's reasonably where I expect a healthy Golden Knights team to be. But the other equation that, that factors into all of this is you're playing games without Jack Eichel. You're playing games without Shea Theodore. And those two players specifically, when you're looking at an offense that's failing to score more than two goals a game on home ice recently, that's a pretty easy indicator as to why that might be. You're missing two of your best offensive-minded players. Yeah, you were losing 3-2 to the New York Islanders before they tap in a couple of empty netters. Yeah, yeah. You lose the other night against the Buffalo Sabres, 3-2. Do Jack Eichel or... Shea Theodore have an impact? Are they worth a goal, uh, a game? Based on Jack Eichel's point production, he's a point-per-game player, mm-hmm. and Shea Theodore moving the puck uh, is certainly advantageous to your offense, so maybe that is enough to tip you in, in the right direction. If Vegas is not that team at the top, but they're not that team that uh, is struggling at home, where do they rank in the Western Conference right now? <laughs> I don't know. That's a, that's a really interesting question to ask, and I'm not really sure. I have an answer for you. I have you. a good answer for it. Oh, you do? They're at the top. Well, because they are. No, no. Not just because they are. Sure. Because nobody else has justified to me that they're better than the Vegas Golden Knights. Okay. It's, it's wide open in the Western Conference right now. So what, like, what, is, what is Dallas? I don't know. We haven't they, seen they, them play. They, they've, they've we haven't been, seen them play Vegas. No, I haven't seen them play Vegas, but I've seen enough of Dallas on, on TV to, mm-hmm. to get a, uh, an idea, uh, a good sample uh, of, of what I think that they should be. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. They are great goaltending. they got defensemen that can, that can light it up. But then they, there's the odd, the odd uh, laying an egg that just comes, seems to come out of nowhere mm-hmm. with that team. Uh, I, I really love their roster. And they have superstars within veterans uh, on that team. Winnipeg has impressed. I thought they would, but they get by on goaltending. And they have a star on the blue line that's having a breakout season. Mm -hmm. But then again, they laid an egg the other night. Sure. Like, what happened uh, with with them? Minnesota has confounded me all year, and Colorado's beat up. St. Louis is trying to get themselves back into it, and that might be a year-long thing. In the Pacific Division, Los Angeles has overachieved massively compared to the play of their goaltending. Sure. They're winning in spite of their goaltending. But will they ever, will they ever get goaltending? Seattle's well, been good. Right now. Seattle's been good. Can they maintain it? Edmonton should be better. Calgary mm-hmm. is a work in progress because of all the changes that they've made, sure. and I anticipated that into January. They're the team that's probably right where I expected them to be on wins and losses mm-hmm. in trying to find their game with Huberto and Uyghur and then uh, Kadri coming in and, and trying to, 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 to mesh. 
But there's there's so many question marks about every team, and there's so many good things to say about every other team. Then I get to Vegas, and I'm uttering a lot of the same things. Yeah, Vegas has been great. Vegas got star performances out of Jack Eichel early before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got uh, uh, an incredible surge from their goaltending in the first 25 games of the season. That was uh, remarkable. Uh, what you have seen from the power play in December has been the, the franchise high for a stretch with, with the power play. But injuries have happened again, mm-hmm. and now you're fighting uphill on, on home ice. So sure. a lot of what I'm seeing from Vegas is the exact replication from the, the Western Conference, and that way, that's why I put them at or near the top of the Western Conference, even despite the um, wobbles at home because I haven't seen anybody else do any better. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying there, and I, I don't necessarily find too much to argue with when it comes to where the Golden Knights are at right now in relation to the rest of the Western Conference. I, I think it's just kind of a, a a larger point to make about the West where there's a lot of teams that are going through, I don't want to say identity crises, but like there are a lot of teams trying to figure out just how good they are. A lot of teams trying to grow into their game, as we've talked about many times with the Golden Knights. And, and that's why I look at, at Vegas right now, and I'm not going to declare them anything because I still think this is a team that's trying to grow into what Bruce Cassidy ultimately wants them to be. And, and this is kind of the, the, the natural progression for a Golden Knights team to, to be able to deal with the ebbs and the flows of the season, to be able to deal with some of the injury issues that they've dealt with over the last little bit, and find a way to get better and become a more, a more productive team in, in the wake of it. Two games out from Christmas. What are you more focused on? The team adopting and absorbing Bruce Cassidy's approach to the game? The other night, he called them stubborn. Mm-hmm. So, so there's a, there's a push pull happening uh, with this team at times. Yeah, or is it the injuries? I, I mean, <laughs> I think it's a little bit of both. Can't have both. I can't have both. No, you can't have both. All right. Um, I'm going to go injuries then. Okay, I'm going to go injuries because I, I I think even if the team is is still kind of leaning into some of those more stubborn tendencies. I think the lack of Jack Eichel, the lack of Shea Theodore, the lack of Zach Whitecloud, the lack of Paul Cotter in the lineup is is causing more of that of those stubborn tendencies to come out because you're trying to make plays every single time you're on the ice. I'm going with the stubbornness part of it. Yep. I from what I saw in training camp and the the massive uh, absorption of what was thrown at the players. I thought there would be less of the push-pull uh-huh. at, at this point of the season. Now, there's a reason for some of that, which relates directly to the injuries, which is some players trying to do more because of absences in the lineup. So, are so, they, so are, that, that, does have, that does have a factor. But uh, injuries under normal year, last year uh, aside, injuries heal. People will be back. So I have I have great confidence in that. I just and but the players that are out, Jack ex, uh, excluded from that because by all accounts he has uh, bought in huge uh, with Bruce Cassidy. The two hundred foot praise uh, to his game is effusive mm-hmm. uh, from the head coach. So uh, uh, the the players that are out are losing 
reps and the players that are in are sometimes trying to do more than they necessarily should be doing because mm-hmm. the guys that are out. That has a direct relation to the the, the players that are absent mm-hmm. and, and from from the lineup, but that does point to me to the to the push pull, and I want to see that get fixed before anything. Well, I. I Again, I think that gets fixed when you get healthy. I think the, the, the need to be... Health shouldn't matter. The need to be stubborn is there because you're missing offense out of your lineup. But the coach wants them to play the same way if player A, B, or C are in, or B is out and C is day-to-day and A is gone long term. I mean, he, want, he doesn't care who's in or out of the lineup. When you're missing... 35 goals out of your lineup, it becomes really difficult to not want to make a play. It does, but he doesn't want you to make a play. He wants you to follow the system, mm-hmm. and if it's if it's there, go ahead. Make that play. But if it's not there, you make a decision that is best for handling the puck. And and Was Monday in, in a step long, in the right direction? Monday was. Okay. Monday absolutely was. Defensively, they were as good as the game... I'll go back to the game against Anaheim in here, mm-hmm. where I didn't think they gave up any scoring chances in that game. Sure. So that that would be the the game that I would compare it to mostly. They gave up a couple more scoring chances uh, on on Monday, but uh, they were really good defensively. The problem is they made a couple of mistakes, and they both ended up in their net. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third goal at the faceoff, I'll chalk that up to hockey. You lose a clean faceoff, it gets through a maze of bodies, it goes off the crotch of the post and the crossbar, and then that's. That's sure. that's hockey. Yeah, yeah. But but the the first two were self inflicted. Those are one of the only couple of mistakes that they made where they weren't pressing. Where mm-hmm. it wasn't caused because you were pushing to try and tie the game, which the Alex Tuck third period breakaway was uh, part of that. So a uh, big step in the right direction on on Monday, and I think that uh, the coach acknowledges that. But there's still a little bit of it that is gnawing at him, and that's why you're seeing the top line change tonight. That's why you saw them go down to two and a half lines sure. the other night. That's why you saw them go with basically four defensemen the, the other night because he was he was feeling some urgency mm-hmm. to get this thing going in the right direction at home, and because those other mistakes uh, came with certain people on the ice that he was uh, losing uh, some confidence in that side of it. So he was going to ride his horses, for lack of a better term. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think, you know, anytime you're down 3 nothing going into a third period, you've you got to find a way to, to, tr- to, to tilt the ice in your favor. So you, you were going to get a healthy dose of Mark Stone and Chandler Stevenson and the Misfits and, and Alex Petrangelo. Like that, that was just going to be a thing that happened. Now, I, I disagree with you on... on the, the stubbornness being the biggest key factor here. I think injuries matter. I think injuries are important. I think the people that are out are a massive story to why the Golden Knights are not able to find more than two goals on home ice. But all that being said, are, are you expecting the buy-in again tonight? Because yeah. that's, that's what you have to have, right? Yeah. Like you're, you're looking at a team that was right there in limiting chances to one of the best offenses, if not the best offense in the NHL, in the Buffalo Sabres. I don't even I don't even evaluate Monday's game with a third period included. No? Because that is uh, an outlier. You're down three. You're chasing the game hard. You're, you're playing with a bit of house money mm-hmm. because you're already down three. So you empty the tank and you go for everything. And you fuel it. You're, you're probably going to take more chances 
you should, and, and they did uh, in that third period. But the first two periods was really close to how Bruce Cassidy wants this team to play. That They were on the wrong side of the scoreboard in the second period yeah. because a couple of pucks got in them. But chance-wise at the other end, they were well, well uh, in favor of the majority of the opportunities against Uka Pakalukunen. That, when you size up when the game was still being sorted out, Vegas was, was a much better team and much more focused and uh, executing the way Bruce Cassidy wants them to play in that opening 40 minutes. And that gives me great confidence because of your point, the explosiveness of the Buffalo Sabres and their mm-hmm. ability to transition and go straight. They're not waiting. They were going. No. They just couldn't go because Vegas had the puck a lot uh, during, that, uh, during that game. Those first two periods give me a lot of confidence going against a team tonight that plays a lot better defensively. They're not a great team. This Arizona team is not a contender and won't be for a while. <laughs> but but they're, not, they're not to where Buffalo is in their progression. Buffalo's in the stage where they've got a lot of talent. They're scoring. They're feeling good about themselves. And mm-hmm. then they're going to teach the defensive side. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Arizona has to play hard and defensive or else they're going to get blown out every day. They're going to be Chicago, sure. basically. Is, is they, can't, they can't score enough to try and open it up. Buffalo can. So tonight, in some ways, is going to be a, a more uh, methodical game, which will test the patience of everybody on that Vegas side to stay with that game plan. Yeah, and I think that we've seen at times the Golden Knights when they've had those tests of patience. I, the, the Philadelphia Flyers game is, is kind of coming front of mind for me they in terms of trusting the game yeah. plan, sticking with what you need to do, and eventually you'll get your break. And when you do, you got to bury a chance. I, I think that this game is going to be more along the lines of that. So are, are you looking at low scoring here? Is that kind of what you're, you're assessing in terms of it, we know it's Arizona, we know that you know fans in the building are going to want to see goals put on the board, but it might be a more patient game than that. From an Arizona side, it better be low scoring. Like Gosses, Bear, Chickering, Keller, yeah. Michelli. Yeah. they got some guys that can, that can hop. But let's look at it objectively. If it's not low scoring on the Arizona side, there's added concerns mm-hmm. to it and then there's more a lot more work to be going in where i'm optimistic right now that there's progress from the islanders game with three two game empty netters to the buffalo game three two big big uh, uh progress in the first two periods if i if i see progress carry over shouldn't even be close it might be it might be four two Maybe four one something along that line. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not. I'm not expecting Vegas to go out and score seven tonight. It'd be nice, but I sure don't want Arizona getting more than two. That that's where I want progress. Is is being uh, more of a sixty minute take care of the puck. Don't give up chances. Don't give them opportunities where they can quick strike and and take advantage of. Uh, Three goals on 17 shots, that kind of thing. Uh, that's where I want to see the progress. So yeah, to, to answer your question, low scoring mm-hmm. on the Arizona side. It's totally up in the air uh, uh, on the Vegas front. Buffalo, they, they were happy to get into 8-6. They didn't mind that. Mm-hmm. There's no way Arizona should, should get anywhere close to that. 
Yeah, and I, I think that that you've been more focused on the defensive side of the puck of, of late anyway, right? Like I've I've been kind of banging the drum that I want to see the Golden Knights offense break out on home ice. I, I want to see six goals put on the board, seven goals put on the board. I well, really you should saw it the other night because they had wide open nets, they I, had posts, they I had, agree they had with breakaways, you. they had penalty shots. I, that 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 was breaking out in in my mind. They didn't score, but they you you can't have better chances than they than they produced. They got to go in. And that, and that's I mean that's the the bottom line right like we're you know we we look at the the games we look at the results and the fact of the matter is the Golden Knights probably could have had three or four goals in the first period alone against Buffalo that's how good the chances were I'm looking for execution at this point right like I think that if 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 the Golden Knights are able to execute if they're able to create chances out of a defensively responsible game like we've been looking for them to have then all of a sudden. We're not talking about a, a, a home record that's that's sub five hundred. We're just not. I, I don't want Vegas contributing to any opportunities for Arizona. Okay. I, I don't want turnovers. Neutral uh, zone I, turnovers. I, just I, turnovers any anywhere. Any any turnovers. anywhere. Be, okay. be, like in your own zone, making a uh, an exit, uh, getting across uh, the other team's Arizona's blue line, and and making a play that uh, it doesn't even have to go deep, but just don't. Don't turn. Don't, don't give up that uh, that side of it. And then when and if you do fall into that situation, like happened against Buffalo the other night, find a way to uh, controllably handle it. And that didn't happen uh, on, on the on the two goals mm-hmm. where, where they coughed up the puck. It everybody tried to fix it on their own, which happens. Which is part of of an a human athlete mm-hmm. doing that. Uh, I, I saw it in the World Cup the other day where everybody started going towards the ball. Argentina, which won the, the, the world championship, uh, started going towards the ball when, when they had the lead and when there's no way that uh, they should ever give up an equalizer. But in that moment, in that particular time, panic sets in and everybody wants to, to, to shut it down. Mm-hmm. Well, and they did, a, they did a nice job the other night, but there was a couple of occasions where it got away from them, and, and because it got away from them, one, was showed more work to do. Two, the, the lineup changed, and ice time distribution was affected significantly. And, and number three, it was another reminder of getting away from uh, what, what's supposed to be really close to being second nature. So in, in terms of that, when it comes to the Golden Knights going into tonight's game, are you going to be able to rely upon all four of your lines to play that way? That's like that's the question, right? Yeah, I don't I don't know. We'll, yeah. we'll see what Michael Amadio does yeah. to the top line. He's sure. going to play with Chandler Stevenson and Mark Stone. That's the projection uh, that uh, that we've seen. Uh, he's he's a right shot playing the left side, a lot like Kessel, a right shot playing the left side. Uh, that that's a little more difficult. Uh, Amadio is coming off a career year with 11 goals. He found his game last year. Uh, what everybody has been searching for in his game hasn't been able to transfer that over. New coach, new system, etc. Uh, not getting the some of the reps. Uh, different. Uh, he was in uh, out of the lineup. Uh, I, I like. I like the player. I like this body. I, I like the fact that he can create space for himself. Uh, I love that he's got a deft touch with a big body, mm-hmm. that he can make plays, that he can that he can see it. Uh, I talked to a couple of people uh, at the rink yesterday who have, have raved about his individual game the last five, six games in a row, going back five, six games, mm-hmm. that it's it's got better every game. And 
sort of uh, hit its high mark the other night and setting up Chandler Stevenson. So I, I don't think this was a we have no other options move to put Michael Amadio on that line. Mm-hmm. This was he's he's got a lot better and he's starting to find some confidence. Let's see if he can work with Stone and Stevenson. Stone and Stevenson are still producing. Sure. They're certainly getting that uh, power play, uh, especially. You've got the, the Misfit line, which was all world the other night. Yeah. That was an Olympic podium performance. No, they were ridiculously uh, good. In- incredible uh, on, on uh, Monday night against the, the Buffalo Sabres. The fourth line, which is the third line, in Carrier, uh, uh, Colasar, and Wah loved like they generate chances, they mm-hmm. generated uh, uh, opportunities, they created havoc. Uh, Kolasar went over a hundred uh, hit mark uh, the other night, and Carrier's uh, closing in on it. So they, they they still have a lot of their identity, which you saw with the Libushkin hit. Uh, but they're able to, to to generate chances. That's some secondary scoring though in Nick Waugh, who's in a bit of a drought, sure, and Carrier who was scoring before. Mm-hmm. So that's that secondary scoring, and everybody wonders how like how important is it. Really? Well, Stevenson scores the other night, and Riley Smith score. Sure. You lose 3-2. Secondary scoring isn't the talked-about part of that game if Will Carrier scores, but they get they get a point out of it. Yeah. No. Or, or if the third line finds a way to score, then, then you win the game. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot of time. Secondary scoring is, is unnoticed other than, and Will Carrier also scored his tenth. Yeah, exactly. Like in the in the in the game recap. Sure, sure. But right now they're not getting that. No, and and, and I mean that would be that would be significant. Yeah, I mean it's it's you know at times secondary scoring is the difference between losing a one goal game and winning a one goal game, and that's just really what it is. Now, you know, for the Golden Knights, they had they got such great production early on in the season from that quote fourth line. Yeah. When you're not getting it regularly, and you're compounding that without your you, you, without Jack Eichel, without Shea Theodore, it becomes more of a struggle. So you're going to need somebody else in the lineup to step up, whether that is the fourth line of Carrier, Colasar, and Wah, whether or not it's Alec Martinez or Braden McNabb coming through with a goal at some point here. I, I think that's really what the Golden Knights are going to need in order to get to, to kind of turn the corner on this completely. Well, I think that's why Carrier is not up with Stone and Stevenson. I, I agree with that. With that 100%. Like, I, I, Amadio has skill, and Amadio's gotten better. They're seeing progress in his game. Yeah. Give him a shot. He is uh, a, a tweener between he, top I, six, bottom six. He can be that guy uh, from what they saw last year, gave him the extension, mm-hmm. and, and goes in the lineup, and, and he, can, he can handle that. He can get up the ice. He's got a, a challenge in keeping pace with Chandler Stevenson, but uh, he, he can still make some plays in there. Uh, if, if that doesn't work, then, then you got to look really hard at, uh, and I'm sure they have at, at Carrier going up and, uh, and just trying to give yourself uh, the, that that one-two punch. But but if if that happens, then you're really in a situation where you're two lines, eh. and right now there are three lines. Sure, and uh, yeah, we'll see what we get uh, from <laughs> from that uh, from that that third line, which uh, career-wise with. Phil Kessel has a ton of goals. You take Phil Kessel for, away from that group, and that third line doesn't have a lot of uh, uh, National Hockey League uh, offensive uh, production. So maybe it's unfair to expect them to to produce at that rate. But uh, I, I think Amadio is a is a big part of tonight's game moving forward. If the return from injury isn't 
uh, in media. And and when it comes to the third line, Kessel and, and Lecision and, and Ronbier, like are, are you are you necessarily looking at them and saying produce at the like like we want you to produce or just give us shifts no, that we can no. that we can roll uh, four lines. It's the National Hockey League. Score. Okay. So I'm not saying go out and have have as a line a seven point night. I, I, by the way, I've always hated that. They had seven points. No, as no, a no, line. Yeah, yeah, no, that's well, ridiculous. Well, of course, that's if, ridiculous. If, if somebody's scoring three goals, yeah. the other two are going to have a bunch of assists. It goes without saying. Please, I just, I guess, my people point, stop saying that. But, but no, as as a line, I want them to go out and score. They, I, I want them to I, go out and 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 give it, you enough minutes that you can roll four. No, it, I don't. I don't need that as much to the National Hockey League. If if you're here, you're not a seat filler, just going out and giving people rest. So then, how do they respond they, after last night's, after Monday's game? I thought they were okay from from when they got in, but but I, I think the the shift in the third period to drop them came as a result of Kessel being shut down, uh-huh. moving to him. You, you either play your three lines or you try and mix in two guys. And that's a hard thing to do to mix in Rombier and Lecician, okay. to mix in with everybody else. So you lose them all. That that That's the choice that you make, and I fully support that. It's way too hard to keep the other two somewhat in the rotation with another one because Kessel wasn't playing, uh, than to just go with with the other three lines and Amadio bumped up. Uh, that will be the challenge for that third line tonight mm-hmm. is produce enough and be impactful enough and generate some chance enough without being on the negative side of the puck and keep yourself in the game. Because Bruce won't hesitate to shorten that bench at all. But as far as being a seat filler, no. You can, you can go to some other league I'm and not, do that. I'm not asking go, for seat go, filler. I'm go, asking give no, me minutes. No, give me meaningful no, minutes. That's a seat filler. I want goals. Okay. You, like you, right. No. You, you should be expected to be able to produce something – on a periodic uh, basis here then, in the National Hockey League, and they that's, haven't. That's not happening right now. So, so I how need, do they respond? They they got it. They got to score. They've so, had they've had chances, Ryan. There's been opportunities. They got to cash in. They they're not as many as Stevenson, Stone, and Marcheseau and Carlson. My, but my, but like, but they still got to be able to to put those in. They've got to have net positive shifts before they can even think about putting the puck in the, no. back of the net. I don't think they're having net, 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 pos- net positive, net positive shifts. shifts. Are when you put the puck in the net. With this team right now having trouble scoring uh, with I the think injuries, defending, defending for forty five seconds out of sixty is is not a net positive shift. That's seat filler. I, I don't want that. I want better shifts. That's what I'm asking for. Yeah. That's what I'm talking better about. Better shifts here. are goals. The odd goal. If you can chip in a goal so, every so that, two games, so that's games, an absolute. Then, yeah, right every, now, every every shift that they have, if they don't score, it's a bad shift. Right now, no, a, a goal uh, game. Like you got to be able to score. Okay, you got to be able to contribute offensively to this team. I agree on a nightly basis, shift I'll, basis, I'll period start basis. With no, good positive shifts in the right that, direction. That's already happened. They've had they've had opportunities where they've gone out and they've played good games, but they they haven't been able to. To finish it off, now with the injuries they have, they got to be able to contribute. If it doesn't happen, that bench is going to get shorter. Okay, that's uh, that. That's way I look at it. That you have to be able to in this league. Every with with the loss of the uh, pugilist and uh, more of a, a four line rotation. 
everybody's got to be able to contribute, mm-hmm. and everybody has to be able to uh, contribute, or else there'll be adjustments, which we uh, saw the other night. Let's take a break. When we come back, I'm going to give Ryan the biggest good news story of the day. Maybe even a hug for you, buddy. Come on. Mm-hmm. High five me. Ryan's a big hug guy. He likes, he loves he likes hugs. hugs. Yeah, He does. That surprised me because he doesn't come across as a hugger, Chappie. Is it the flannel? It is. It yeah, must be the flannel yeah. because he's he's already one, the flannel and the hoodie. Uh, <laughs> it, it may, maybe that's because he because he's an outdoorsy guy and, and he doesn't come across as a hugger, but he is. He is uh, very uh, very in that mode. Uh, we'll continue in the VGK Insider Show live from T-Mobile Arena ahead of the Arizona Coyotes against the Vegas Golden Knights on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Chappie's been bringing it with the Hanukkah tunes. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm beginning to regret that I introduced it. Really? So, oh, this is outstanding. This is good. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's fine. It's okay. Hey, you, I'm working on the playlist. Still haven't played Adam Sandler yet, but that's okay. No, you know what? Because I think these are better. No, we got to get oh, some Adam Sandler. Yeah. Except, except no. if we play Adam Sandler, do we have the right to play more than 30 seconds? 50. We have 50 seconds. Okay. 50. Yeah. You need to pick out the best 50 seconds. Oh, come on. No, that's no, like... no, no, no. No, because that, I, don't, not... I don't want the goofy, like, the musical intro. Da, da, da. OG I want, Simpson. I want, some, I want some money for my 50 seconds of Adam Sandler. If we're going to play Adam Sandler. <laughs> you're thinking about it all wrong. You start with the first 50 seconds one day. You start with the next 50 seconds another day. And then by day three, you've got the whole song. I don't have the... Memory power for that. Yeah, I'm aware of that. It, it happens when you <laughs> get up there in age. I'm way, I'm way too. Oh, uh, Ryan with the little Ashley Vice barb there. I know, I know. It, it, it went over his head. He didn't get it. No, <laughs> I, I get to, I told that so much. It was that, still, it was that still a topic. Hear me. It was still a topic at work today. And, and we got everybody James was, to, to it, turn up your volume. There, everybody so you was uh, worried that Ashley and I it was going to be awkward around the office today with Ashley and I. And I'm yeah. like, no, we talked it through. Yeah, in she, a public setting, and, yeah. and it was you, great. You, uh, you accepted that she was and right. You, you were 100 percent in the wrong. Fantastic. Uh, I am older, and I did show the kids around the office a little bit. And we, my wife and I, do call them the kids, the kids at the office. Do you? If we just loop it all in, yeah. Because they're all they're all younger ish. Chapman uh, included in that? No, uh, he's not in my no. office. Yeah, yeah. But speak, no. speaking of His your office, office you, you need to uh, settle on a name for a specific individual because you've called them both his first and last name on the air, but you've also called them GC. GC, yeah. So it, what is it? Are you gonna? Are you, is he GC or is he first last name guy? Call him whatever the hell I want to call him. <laughs> All that right. just that means whatever he remembers at yeah. the moment. Yeah, whatever that Having that Alzheimer's moment. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Wallace, if, if you ask for clothes for Christmas, is it just flannel? Yeah. Because you're the flannel guy? Yeah. All right. Is there a type of flannel? Doesn't matter. That you want? Like yeah, a pattern? Matter. No. Like a color? No, generally not. What about like specific brand? No, doesn't matter. Don't care. What about horse blanket? What about a horse blanket? A flannel horse blanket. Would you accept that? Sure, I, I would accept any anything flannel. Anything um, free? Anything flannel. Oh, but it has to be free too. No, you don't no, want no. To be it, for I it. mean, you can just give me flannel. It's fine. Okay. 
I know you you're take... not. I know you're not getting me a present, but no, I was just I want the people to know because maybe, maybe mm-hmm. Rita, mm-hmm. maybe Stephanie, mm-hmm. maybe Mike. Well, Mike for oh, sure. Oh, Mike! Buy you. I don't think yeah. Mike's going to be getting me anything. <laughs> no? Why did you have it out with Mike too? <laughs> no, no. I I'm much nicer than you are. Yeah. By the way, Rita has a bone to pick with you, Darren. Me? Yeah. yeah. Well, I do. Yeah. You, Mister Optimistic, continue yeah. to point Positivity out things that alley. never ever ever happen, and then lo and behold, they do. I know. Hey, oh, the, the Sabers. Buffalo Sabers. Yeah. 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 Sabers. Uh, that was the first time that they ever walked out of here uh, with a point. That was shocking. How yeah. About, uh, okay. I'll give you another one. Uh, Vegas. Owns oh, Arizona. No. Oh gosh. Yeah. Owns. Ryan, I hope you're ready wait, for wait, the post game, pal. Rita, Rita, if you're listening right now, maybe just plug your ears because no. you're not going to want to hear what Darren has to say. No, I just wanted. To, I'm not going to get into the specifics of it yet, but it has been trending in that direction mm-hmm. with the uh, with the Vegas Golden Knights against the Arizona Coyotes at T-Mobile Arena. Were you so the be- guy last year going into that San Jose game? Me? Saying, oh, they, they've won 11 <laughs> straight against the Sharks. No problem. Chalk oh, yeah. it up. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Probably. That, that you know, I don't think the Golden Knights have done a good job scoring first on home ice since you declared that the uh, the scoreboard should well, already read one nothing before the game they, starts. They, they have seven wins. <laughs> Vegas has we, seven we, wins we are, on home ice. We are picking up the discrepancy here. What has happened to the Golden nope. Knights? Darren Millard's positivity. Yeah. Here's the, here's Mush the Millard issue. over here. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Negative Nelly. Uh, here's the situation. Vegas has seven wins mm-hmm. when they score the first goal at T-Mobile Arena. Uh-huh. They have seven losses when they don't score the first goal mm-hmm. at T-Mobile Arena. Okay. What tells you is very important. The first goal tonight. Right. That is important. We'll see if they can uh, get into into that. Um, we were during the uh, the commercial break. Uh, we were joking around about uh, some things. And it looks like Logan Thompson's going to go tonight. Does okay. he have to stand on his head tonight? <laughs> I love it. I mean, what like does that he even mean? On his head, he's not going to be able to make very many <laughs> yeah. saves. So, have, I, have, you, have you guys heard that phrase? I'm still trying to figure out what exactly it means. Like, like, oh, that goalie standing on his head. Like, so like, in in baseball, a pitcher doesn't stand on his head if no. he's if he's uh, outstanding, maybe unconscious, but even that would be hard to do uh, and and deliver a great game. In football, a a quarterback doesn't stand on his head. In soccer, a goalkeeper doesn't stand. On, I've never heard that in soccer, but they speak a totally different language. <laughs> uh, trust me, I hung out with the Brits in Tokyo. Uh, they speak a totally different language. They don't know the word shutout. Uh, I was criticized for that one day. Nil. Nil, yeah. No, that's what they said. We've heard nil. Why don't you call it nil? I said, well, it's a shutout. We've never heard of that. I'm like, well, come to America. I, I may have phrased it slightly more mm. tersely than that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully a little nicer. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's saying, no, he's no, saying worse. No, no, worse, oh, no. no. Worse. Oh, no. But, standing, but standing on your head, mm-hmm. like, who watches a hockey game and says, Glenn Hall stopped 43 shots and he stood on his head? Yeah, I don't know. I got nothing. Always makes me think of that old Bobby Knight clip where the guy said that the reporter asked him about the game face and Bobby Knight starts making all those goofy faces. Like, what is your game face? And he's making all the goofy faces. It's a great clip. And it's like, what is, is, what a, is a game clip, face? I don't, I yeah, don't standing know what on his head. With, I don't know what it has to do with this, but it, 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 it's, well, it's one of those dumb, clip. goofy I phrases. I, I do uh, quite enjoy it. So if I here's the flip side. If you are standing on your head, mm-hmm. then you're probably out of position. 
Like that right. that's not a yeah. go to stance that's taught in in the summer at your goalie school. You didn't, you, you didn't learn that in goalie nope, school. No, didn't lose that one. Uh, oh, I, right. well, I didn't learn a lot. That's fair. But that was 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 never even brought up on the curriculum. Yep. Uh, regarding it. plus, it'd be very hard. Anyway, to get back to your question, does Logan Thompson have yeah. to be good? He has to be better than the guy on the other end of the ice. Like just full marks. Like that's what he's got to do. He's got to be better than whoever he's playing against on the other side of the ice. I think that's going to be hard to do. Because if things go according to plan, mm-hmm. Vegas should carry the play and should pepper the other guy. And he's got a chance. He can goal you. If Vimelka sounds like he, he's going to play. I haven't heard anything definitive, but he's got every win but one for them. Uh, and this is, uh, this is a competitive game that uh, the guys want to play, so I assume that he's going to go in. But uh, I think Logan, forget about standing on your head. Uh-huh. Forget about competing against the other guy. He has to get back to what they were doing at the start of the year and making all the saves he was supposed to make and then taking your chances with the others. And he's such a great battler that I like his chances with the others. Mm-hmm. But I, I, there's a, there's some noise around the goaltending lately. Yep. Uh, he needs to quiet that, shut everything down, and just make those saves that Bruce Cassidy wants him to make that's something to it sure like that factors in but at the end of the night he's got to be one save better than Karel well, if, if or whoever you, it is if you lose three two and the other guy stops 40 well yeah you're you got you, you got to find a way good yeah. but if you're if you outshoot them 35 I'm 25 I'm I'm and, saying and you win 2-1 then you're good I'm saying better is as in you get the win they get the loss it's as simple as that, and we'll explore. We'll, we'll peel back the onion just a little bit, because just to leave it at that would be a little bit. Wow. He's wanting more. Uh, Chris Chapman will stop by on the VGK Insider <laughs> Show, catching up with Chapman in hour number two, plus one-timers, news notes from around the National Hockey League, and Bruce Cassidy looking ahead to this game. It's all in the VGK Insider Show moving forward on Fox Sports Las Vegas. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Wallace doing this rap because you listen to the words. The words don't really mean much. They're they're pretty just normal. I picked up the wallet and I looked inside. I want to, but you throw in the inflection, a little little music, and Mm -hmm. it adds to it. I want to hear you rap. Want to bet? Come on, let's let's fire it up. But I'll even let you write your own song, your own rap single. Listen, win win a bet. Would you rather write a country song or a rap single? Oh, come on. What would be easier for you? Rhyming it? Country for sure. Or going backwards with your broken down truck and your tractor that's all screwed up? I mean... Never mind the combine that's been in the shop for three weeks during harvest. Oh, boy. Um, you're you're on one right now, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, what, what's an easier song to write? Country, for sure. I, I 100%. You can't rhyme? 
I didn't say I can't rhyme. Yeah, you sure just asked me like what's it. easier to write. Country. Like 100%. Uh, I got some stats for you. I got the old stats that's going to make you fired up for tonight's game. Vegas Golden Knights getting at her. Even up the home record at 500 if they beat the Arizona Coyotes. You'll mm-hmm. hear from Bruce Cassidy in hour number two. Plus, one-timers, news notes around on the National Hockey League. Got a couple good ones for you on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Coming at you. Stay with us.